heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? They're away in trialling. The trial tracker with the Bald Eagle Glen Ingram. Thanks to Harvey Norman. For the complete trial news and reports, head to racing.com. And when you follow the trial tracker, you'll be able to go to Harvey Norman and get a run-out clearance buy on their computer Acer Aspire 3 all-rounder for just $477. Save $120 for a limited time now at Harvey Norman. Glenn Ingram, how are you, mate? Good morning, Michael. I'm going really well, thank you. How are you going? Yeah, very well. Um, the phones haven't died for a half an hour, so we're we're happy. <laughs> We're happy at yeah, the I moment. did tune in and <laughs> the uh, kerfuffle this morning. Not ideal. I was wondering, how far does Glenn live? Can he come in studio? But that's all good. <laughs> we we are here and ready to go. And um, there's a few excited RSN listeners because the wonder horse of the trials and jump outs we get to see in action this weekend. We'll get to Jambalaya in a moment. But first of all, um, you've been all over the countryside. We're starting at the Bendigo jump outs. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have Friday, uh, Flemington Friday this week because of, obviously, the Flemington Carnival. So we ended up at Bendigo, and there's a few nice horses to jump out. I thought Heat 8 Bay of Zia was really impressive, Michael. Uh, she's an unraced three-year-old, really well-bred filly with a Liam Howley stable. They paid over 400000 for it at the sales, and she looks to have come to hand really well this prep after 42 weeks in the paddock. She had a quiet time at Seymour recently, and then she sprinted quickly to win her second jump out of the prep here at Bendigo, and looks to have ability. So... Certainly one to follow towards the debut. All right, so Bay of Zia uh, from the Liam Howley stable in Heat 8 at the Bendigo Jump Outs. Heat 9, we've got Alvin, uh, who is one you want to follow here from the Shane Fleetner stable. Yeah, potentially a, a cult horse, Michael, this guy. He's, uh, he's an unraised three-year-old with Shane Fleetner, and he's a massive horse. He was over 16 hands as a yearling, and I've kind of dubbed him, dubbed him the uh, Holy Roller 2.0. And, really? Uh, he, yeah, he can really gallop too, this guy. He's had two impressive jump outs. He's circled the field to win nicely in this jump out. and uh, Still a little bit to learn, um, but uh, I reckon a debut must be near, and uh, I certainly think he's worth following. All right, and he's been named after a chipmunk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Tommy Elvin, former Carlton. Oh, player. has he got long hair? Has the mane long, yeah. is it? Well, he could. He could too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll put Alvin, Alvin in the black book. Um, and you got another one from uh, the trials in Heat 12? Yeah, probably the best jump out I saw all week, Michael, around Victoria. That was 15 Tunnel. She's a deep field filly with Andrew Noblet. It was her second of her career, and she looks a really promising sort. She won a Sanana jump out recently going forward and leading and then she took a sit in this one so she had a good educational jump out and she really savaged the line in second um i think wherever she appears the punters want to be with her and i can see ballarat cup uh three weeks away so she might bob up there on the uh, on the home track all right we'll put that one in big red texter Sistine tunnel from the andrew noblet stable uh, it is uh, the one to follow from those trials we move over to benella now and you start in heat six yeah, Patrick Payne took a really strong team, and uh, I liked one of the unraced three-year-olds of his here, Bahrain. Uh, he looks a really promising type, too. Um, it was his second trial of the prep. He was really impressive. He was fast away, but they snagged him to the rear, and then he just weaved a run through the field to win the heat. So the time was just okay for the morning, but uh, I like the way he uh, he did his work. So he uh, holds a nomination for Maidens on Friday at Seymour. 
and Donald on Sunday, both mm. over 1,300 metres, and I think he can certainly win first up. Okay, uh, that's a good one there too, Varane uh, for Patrick Payne. And speaking of Patrick Payne, uh, we get to see Dunkel. They've taken the very conservative approach to um, miss the main part of the spring carnival and try and pick up some nice races at the end. Yeah, they they certainly have. Um, but, gee, I think he finds a nice race on at Caulfield on Saturday with a small field. He's obviously a, a South Australian derby winner. He's had the two jump outs now. His first was very quiet. And even this one here, he wasn't pushed out to the line. He finished fourth. It was a very strong heat. But uh, if you watch his work through the line, he was super. So I think the 1800 on Saturday suits and the small field suits too because he's, he's got a beautiful turn of foot. So, yeah, it all looks very promising. Uh, there was a couple of other notable mentions in that heat too. I'm Goa. Who's a nominate? Mm. Uh, uh, sorry, an emergency on Saturday. So is Alumbra Lad. Probably wants a little bit further. And the other one to mention is Mufalex, also from the Paddy Payne stable. Oh, yeah, well, he's been quiet over the spring, Paddy, because uh, he's a realist. He says, "Look, I don't think I've got the horses that contend in the main dances. I'd prefer to win the money." Um, and Dunkel is the is the first one that we get to see. He's about three dollars thirty in the first at Caulfield. Ain't no done deals. Obviously, going to be the one to beat at uh, one eighty odds on. But as you said, it is a small race. Uh, it may set up to suit Dunkel. So, is he one of your bets of the weekend? Yeah, he certainly is. I think there's not a lot of speed on in that race. So, um, I think you know, it's often the horse with the best turn of foot wins those small field, uh, slowly run races. So, I think he's a great chance. Yeah, he's he's one of them. I've got a couple others, Michael. I bet Jambalaya. you do. Yeah, Mooney Valley race one number four. Uh, did did James Cummings balk when you asked him about this horse? I was a bit. I nearly choked on my coffee there. Well, I was waiting uh, for something extremely effusive, but I think James likes to let his horses do the talking. So yeah, understandably, taken so. their time. J Car on board. Um, he's drawn barrier three. Uh, we're going to lose the twelve. Is scratched. Uh, because it's going to be running today from the Scotty Cameron stable. So um, tell me about the main opposition. She's bulletproof from the Charlotte Littlefield stable. That's jumped out well. Yeah, certainly a chance. I mean, Craig Williams uh, booked for, for debut is always uh, always get your ears pricked because you've, you've got to take it into account. Um, I, look, I think it's a chance. I, I think on the work that uh, Jumpalay has done, Michael, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. I thought there was a couple of things that James Cummings said um, in that interview, uh, when you spoke to him earlier, he said that the horse hadn't been away from Flemington and he's still learning. So I think the big flag for me is let's have a look at him in the yard before he goes out because uh, he might be a bit of a character. Okay, all right. So you're not waning in your confidence, though, are you? No, no, certainly not. But, uh, you know, I, I always... I, I've been done before like this, Michael. They, sometimes they jump out like superstars and you see them on race day, they don't want to load, they... Yeah, you know, up on their toes in the yard and all that sort of stuff. So. Well, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but the first three text messages that came through this morning was um, make sure you ask Glenn and James about Jambalaya. We've been waiting for this horse uh, that's uh, been built up as the next far lap, so we get to see it <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you like? Yeah, there is uh, actually Friday... Uh, Mooney Valley Race 8, number one, a little deep. It's had a nice little freshen up, Michael, from the Murray and Houston stable. And uh, I think it's a perfect placement there over the short course at Mooney Valley. So looking forward to seeing her and, of course, Dunkel on Saturday. Yep. Um, as a question without notice here, I don't know if you have looked at Seymour tomorrow, but one of our listeners has said, can you please ask 
Um, Glenn, about a horse tomorrow called Moto Man in the first race at Seymour. So um, it's trained by Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. It's a Super One gelding having its first start. Uh, yeah, we don't have any fixed odds up. Yeah, it's a fast horse, Michael. It's been, uh, I think they bought it out of the ready run sales. It's by that Super One uh, stallion, and they do go quickly. Um, how strong it's going to be at the end of the race, I'm not so sure, but. Um, yeah, um, look, at yeah, it'll be in front. That's, that's all I know, Michael, at some stage. All right. Um, who do you think, and this again, question out, out notice, we've got two minutes here, um, is the best two-year-old you've seen in Victoria at the moment? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it's very early days, Michael. Um, I don't have a firm opinion on that. Um, it doesn't look like we've seen a superstar yet, does it? No, certainly not. Um, we've seen a lot of horses trial up nicely and then... Uh, pop on race day. Um, to be fair, there's been a few disappointing ones, but that is that's the nature of the breed, isn't it? We get these first seed, uh, first season stallions, and we see these horses trial up, and we don't we don't have a profile on them. Would Bold so. Bastille, who won on on Cox Plate Day, maybe be the, the best performance we've seen? Yeah, there was certainly a spruik around. Um, I know Harry White at uh, Racing.com made his best bet. I I got a feeling Harry had some mail from somewhere, but. Um, it was very dominant on debut there at Mooney Valley, so yeah. But I mean, it, it might just be a Mooney Valley horse. So uh, I think it's, all the balls are up in the air at the moment. Um, what's the latest with high emotion? Uh, she's had a little injury, Michael. So she's gone to the paddock. Um, she's having surgery, and then she's going to the paddock. Uh, the jury's out on whether she'll come back. So we're just, uh, I think, we're just waiting to see over the summer period. Um, she might end up at the sale. Okay. Um... You don't want to breed with her? Um, no, I, yeah, no. Well, I haven't considered it, uh, to be honest, Michael. I, I'm just one of many small holders, so uh, we're all at the uh, behest of the majority owner. Don't fool yourself. You wield a lot of power, Glenn. Um, good punting over the weekend, uh, and fingers crossed Jambalaya comes out and salutes on Friday night. Good on you, Michael. Give it strength. Uh, Glenn Ingram joining us there.